Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, it's another episode of the Believe in Padres Prospects Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. San Diego's number one sports podcast network. This is episode 77, and we are recording, Wade. Uh, interesting note that I just noticed while we were starting the show here, uh, before I get into what's going on today's show and the topics and stuff, MLB Pipeline is releasing their top 100 prospects live as we speak. They it's hit a live top, show. Yeah, they hit the top 10, and they're, I mean, they're releasing them in chunks of 10 on Twitter. And once they got to the top 10, because this is what media companies do. They start releasing them one at a time now to kind of build the anticipation and they just got to eight. So there's seven left. I will be kind of updating you throughout the show. Is that, is that happens? Does that sound good? Yeah. Gore has not gone yet. We're getting into it. Well, hold on on today's show. (laughs) AJ Casavell. Do you like AJ Casavell? I don't really know him. I don't really know. I feel like he's okay. Seems like yeah. a guy. Seems too new. I don't know. He's not that like, new. Is he? Is he Union Tribune? Like, is he, he works newspaper? for no. He works for MLB. Do people have newspapers. Oh, okay. He's the the Padres reporter for MLB. Don't know. Formerly Corey Brock. Do you remember Corey Brock? I do remember Corey Brock. I did like Corey Brock. I was sad to see him leave, but now it's AJ Casavell. Anywho, he says the Padres are not likely to sign Trevor Rosenthal. So that's that's relevant because we were bringing him up last week and I was discouraged that it seemed like that's the direction we were heading. But now it seems like the Padres are just kind of set. So we'll talk about that. The Padres did add jerks and Profar. Brofar. During our off time. Has Brofar caught on yet? Is that just you and me still or is anyone else using it? I think it's just us. I, I haven't seen it trending on Twitter, but. Renbro. Oh. We never we never got Renbro happening either. But maybe we either, can get but Brofar has to. He's he's a Padre for three years now. True. But so was Hunter Renfro. Renbro. Anyway. In other news, this is just kind of generic baseball news, kind of related to minor league ball, I guess. Not really. The union turned down, and by the union I mean the players union, turned down the universal DH to avoid extra playoff teams. And I guess they weren't happy with the revenue that they were getting. We don't really, I don't really know the details of this. I don't know if anyone does. Maybe we should have got a union guy on. Do we know any union? Yeah. We, it was literally just like a tweet and there was no information. <laughs> it was like, cool. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, people were like racing to take sides on a, an issue that nobody really understands that well, or at least the people racing to take sides don't really understand the issues that well. People were like, why don't the players want the DH? Well, there's kind of a lot that goes into that. So we kind of, we'll, we'll dabble with that. We don't know everything and neither does anyone else that I've heard on Twitter, but we'll, we'll talk about it. And then we're going to talk about the potential delay for spring training. Why, why is, why are we already talking about a delay of spring training, a delay of the regular season when there's a lot of time between now? Well, actually not that much time, but there no, is still, it's almost February. It's, it's this this month. I forget that that it, it happened that quickly. Yeah, it's already February. My brain still thinks it's March 2020. So, when uh, SDSU was a one seed, those were the good times, weren't they? Yeah, 
I remember, uh, were we together when they lost their first game last year? We were, I was at, uh, I was at 710 Beach Club. Oh, then I was definitely not there. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in late and, uh, who'd they lose to? Do you remember? Was it Nevada? Utah I State. believe it was Utah State. It's always Utah State. Utah State messed us up this year. I'm not happy about that. Twice. Anyway, that's going on. That's that's what's going on with the show. Before we get into all that, Wade, you got a bet on live read ad for us? The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I never heard of half of these guys, and the ones I do know are way past their prime. Most of these guys never had a prime. This guy here is dead. Your boy, Taylor Trammell, has really dropped in the prospect rankings lately. MLB pipeline has him at 100. He just barely snuck into the top 100. He used, to be, like, he used to be like 40. The pot, pottery sold high. Yeah. Get him out of well, here. did we? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Good point, actually. I don't know. Got to catch her. <laughs> Uh, Xavier Edwards, our other boy, 85. He's kind of been, you know, the same. I think trading water. He's a very limited prospect. He does a lot of, he does some stuff really well, but there's only so much he can do when his profile has basically negative power in it. He's going to have to really hit. And that's a lot of pressure on the bat for him. So he's kind of just been floating around 85 for a while. I'm okay. I'm okay that we don't have Xavier Edwards. I liked him, but other Padres. Crowded infield. It's a very crowded infield. Second base is going to be crowded. Uh, Padres, like we mentioned last week, just accumulating shortstop, middle infield depth for days. One, uh, where did it go? Robert Hassel, the third. 62 overall. That's pretty good. Nice. Not as high as the guy that he was getting compared to a lot during the draft and the guy that the Padres had a chance to take, but instead dropped to Colorado. Zach Veen, 54. Yeah, I remember being a big Zach Veen guy. During I love the, Zach uh, Veen. Draft. Love Zach Veen. But Potters probably saved some money there and were able to go get Cole Wilcox, which they turned into, uh, who was it, Blake Snell. So Snellzilla, that you're not sold on. Not, well, the name, just only the exactly. name. Exactly, right. I don't love that. Are you, okay, King Kong or Godzilla, who do you got? That's a movie that's King, coming out. King Kong, obviously. I think he's more athletic. Yeah, I don't know how Godzilla be, he, Godzilla can breathe the like fire, blue fire laser, whatever that is. I'm not really into these movies, but I'm just just throwing this out there. But King Kong, way more athletic, stronger. I, I got him. More versatile. Um, other top prospects, former Padre, Luis Patino, number 19. That's a pretty high rank. He's, he kind of goes back and forth between... 15 to 25. I think he lives in that range, but they have him at 19 right now. Padres that are cracking the top 10. Well, they're only at seven right now. Do you want me to, you want me to say if there is a Padre between seven and 10? Yeah. Let's, let's let the people know. 
Don't you love me reading a, a, a live list update on a pre-recorded show that nobody's going to listen to until 24 hours after this list has been completed? It's good content. It is. People are people are biting their nails. Hey, maybe what nobody. What you're maybe, about to say. Maybe nobody follows MLB Pipeline. Maybe nobody. Maybe someone out there didn't see this. There's got to be one, or one listener in Thailand. This guy hasn't probably seen the list yet. This is yeah, for you. Mig, Migs has no idea what's going on right now. Well, him too. I don't think he lives in Thailand, but um, so there's two, at least two. C.J. Abrams coming in at number eight. That is high. And that's probably why he's still a Padre. So that's nice. And that our is other, very nice. Our other friend, Luis Camposano, is at 45. That's pretty good, too. Happy with that. That's pretty low for him. I think so. He's right in, between, be a little higher. right in between Nick Gonzalez, Tristan Cassis, Jordan Groshans, Corbin Carroll. It's a good group. I like that group. It's a very hearty, that, that 40 to 50 range is very hearty. Lots of, lots of good prospects in there. Vidal Bruhan, Nick Madrigal. Forrest Whitley. There's some, there's some names. Anyway, I will keep an eye on this. And as it updates, we'll see where one Mackenzie Gore falls in. Because we've already hit all the big ones. Campusano, Hassel. All the former He's uh, already ranked higher than B.A. ranked him at 10. So True, but I think, well, B.A. dropped him significantly. He used to be, I think, top five at least last year. Right. And it's weird. It's all just rumor that that's causing... Mackenzie Gore to drop because we did not no one saw him play last year they're going off of reports only that the fastball was down well it was a weird year he didn't get to work out his normal routine it, it was a mess the, the whole year was a mess so I, I find it hard to drop Gore down that much and from three to ten that's a that's kind of a big drop you're going from an elite prospect to you know just like semi yeah semi it's a, it's a it's a significant it's a tier drop it's definitely a tier lower um so i'll update you as i learn information here i'm just updating my twitter feed oh as i was talking we got there bobby witt jr is number seven for the kansas city royals remember Bobby witt jr number six left-handed pitcher for the san diego padres mackenzie gore and okay. then we've got they've got julio rodriguez from the mariners who i i'm all in on i have him and i have some Julio Rodriguez stock in my dynasty league. He is number five. Um, there, he's like a, a miniature version of Miguel Cabrera. So, Being Home with Hunker is a podcast where we visit with designers, artists, and creatives in the spaces that express and shape their identities, their homes. If you love design and decor, if you're curious about how people live, or if you've been transitioning or transforming your own home, you'll love these honest conversations. Join us weekly at Being Home with Hunker. Visit hunker.com forward slash podcast where you can find, subscribe, and listen to the show. He's going to be pretty good. But Gore at six, don't hate it. No thoughts from you there, Mackenzie Gore? Six, good number. Seinfeld fans out there will know six is good. You got a problem with six? Does that go over your head, Wade? I am not a Seinfeld guy. I believe it is the most overrated show of all time. Uh, right after The Office. If you if you were to concede that The Office is the most overrated show of all time, <laughs> we can talk. Anyway, let's get into our first big topic. You want to start with Rosenthal or Jerks and Profar? 
Let's go with Rosenthal. I think the people want to hear that Paddock's going to be the closer next year. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I can see our uh, downloaders or subscribers list dropping by the second after you mentioned that. People hate that take. Like they, they take it personally and they feel, I feel like they want to attack you for it. They'll come back when it happens. <laughs> the funny thing is that it's not the craziest take you've ever had. I, I know it's not. I'm standing if, by it. I'm digging in. If Panic doesn't develop a, a third pitch eventually. Um, there, there's been a lot of talk about his spin rate on his fastball and the effectiveness of his fastball this year. Or, or last year compared to the year before and how ineffective it was. Yeah, that might be a thing he can work out. It may not, it may be a thing he's not able to work out. It's not like he throws 99. The, the margin for error here is less than if he were pumping it up at 99. He's not. So a lot of this is going to rely on, you know, the, the ability to be consistent with his fastball over the course of a season. Hasn't shown he can do it yet. And does he develop a third pitch? To Nelson Lamette hasn't really developed a third pitch like we thought he would. He's he's mixed in a few things here and there, but nothing nothing really substantial. Um, I think baseball savant has him at like over four or five unique different pitches, but he doesn't throw them enough consistently for it to really matter. Basically, a two pitch pitcher can Paddock get away with De- Nelson Lamette's doing? Is the changeup for Paddock as good as Lamette's slider? Maybe. And the fastball. You know, Lamette has the advantage on the fastball right now, especially since Paddock has been kind of a mess with the fastball. But back to Rosenthal. Rosenthal, I'm happy that the Padres, you know, they they this ties into the next topic is Jerks and Profar. I'm happy that they went with Profar over Rosenthal. I think the depth this gives us, we've seen the model that the Dodgers have used the last couple of years is position versatility. Guys can be subbed in and out of the lineup all over the place. Give guys days off here and there. The DH, whether the DH happens or not, doesn't really matter because of the depth now. Plus, if a guy, if Tatis is on the DL for two weeks, God forbid, or if Machado is, or if Kim is, or if um, Cronenworth is, you have so much depth at these positions. I think they're all going to play enough that I, ju- I just love the Jerks and Profar signing. He's coming off one of his best years ever in a shortened season. And the contract, it's three years, $21 million. And they, they kind of fudge the math here a little bit where his base salary this year is only $3.5 million. According to Spot Track, he gets a bonus. Next year, it goes up to six point five million. There's another bonus, and there's some some buyout clauses after that. There's a, a player option after 2022, 2023, and then a mutual option in 2024. So there's some chicanery that can happen there. But overall, did you like the signing, and did you like it for the price? And if it was this or Rosenthal, are you happy they did this? I'm very happy they did this. I mean. One, Brofar being the clubhouse guy and seemingly one of Tatis' closest members on the team. That I think that matters. Yeah, for Team Kelly, it, it totally too. matters. And I think it, it helps with the trying to extend Tatis. I, I think that, you know, shows good faith to him. And then, like you said, the, the depth that the team is now. I mean, going into a long season, the shorter season, it didn't really come into effect because no one was really hurt. But long seasons, people are going to get hurt. And... Now we have several players that can play different positions. So you can play the matchups and all you nerds out there, you know, get the, get the percentages down and we can play the percentages this year. Get your calculators out. I'm sure they, they are. <laughs> and they're, they're counting F war and R war. And I think, oh, I think yeah. Rofar is just a more valuable player than what Rosenthal is going to do. I don't trust Rosenthal on a, this, like on this a year to year basis. I just don't. And 
for Profar to not have a regular everyday role, I do trust him much more as this utility player that's going to get four or five games a week, potentially, than I would trust, you know, relying on Trevor Rosenthal to be the closer and be as good as he was last year and make $10 million a season. I, I would, I'm just happier with Profar. I think he adds more value and I think he's going to provide more wins this season. I would agree. Bullpen's already pretty good too. Like I, I just don't know. Uh, I'm not sure who the closer is going to be. I don't know if the Padres know who the closer is going to be. Candidates are Austin Adams, Emilio Pagan, and Drew Pomeranz. I think any of those guys would be a fine choice. I wish they would choose someone and not leave it up in the air because I think players, there's a value to having the routine and, and the confidence of knowing you're the closer and knowing your role every single day. And when the game starts and it's the seventh inning and you're up three to one, everyone knows what their job is going to be. And they're not like, oh, I'm going in right now, shit, versus like I have an inning to kind of mentally prepare to get into the game and close it out. I think that matters too. It's not, these aren't video game players. You know, I think uh, the mental, you know, ability to be a closer matters and knowing your role matters. So I, I hope they choose someone and don't go with a committee approach. What are your thoughts on that? I think they are going to go committee for the beginning of the season. Um, it can work in the short term. Then, I don't. I don't mind it short term when like a closer goes and, down. That's inevitable. That happens. But over the course right. of one sixty two, I I would prefer to have a, a guy. I feel yeah. The beginning of the season, they're going to kind of see who's mentally the strongest at the their perspective roles, and then hope twenty games in, we'll have the set defined guy six seven eight. Now, Who do you like? I believe it's going to be Pomerantz if if it's not Paddock. Oh my god! Uh, I I love Pomerantz in his current role, but he, I also think he's the best of that group of those three guys. So does Tingler leave Pomerantz in where he's comfortable, or do you just promote the guy who's the better, the best player? That, that's probably the right pick. It's probably Drew Pomerantz. So not a bad group. Closing out the games. I don't know where we don't know where Adrian Morihone is going to be. We don't know where Michelle Baez is going to be. I still think Michelle has potential for for being a, a solid back end piece eventually. Maybe this year he's a sixth inning guy, but I think it's still a pretty deep bullpen. I'm happy with it. You're forgetting Trey. You're oh, you're doppelganger. I forgot your your bro. Um, I you think he's going to make the opening day roster? I think he's there. Going out on a limb. He's on the opening day roster. Big brother Wade. We'll keep an eye out. Uh, I don't hate him. <laughs> He's got great hair. I'm, I'm going for the hair. I'm catching up slowly, but surely. I think you've passed him. You haven't got a haircut this year. I've not had a haircut this year. That's true. <laughs> I kind of, I don't know what to do with it anymore. I, I've been considering getting it cut for a while and just, I'm going to the salon and be like, Hey, you Make art, you know, do whatever you think you need to do here. And let's, let's play around. Yeah. Just free range. Go. And if I hate it, you know, I hate it and I'll just get rid of it. No big deal. But I've never had this much hair to play with. So we'll see what happens. Wade, do you have a Kansas city stakes ad read for us? With the new year comes ton of big games in sports with big games. You need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos. Perfect for game day. Plus get free ship shipping with code BELIEVE. 
That's B-L-E-A-V at checkout. Try out the Snack Pack combo featuring small plates with big flavor. Mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, shrimp with wrapped bacon. Every order is flash frozen delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Basically, every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and use your code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. I'm watching NBA on TNT right now. Do you know they're making a new Walker, Texas Ranger? Who is Walker? I don't know, just some dude. So I'm out. Just some random. It's just some guy. Some random. <laughs> he's probably not a random guy, but for me, he's a random guy. Yeah. Wouldn't, couldn't pick him out on the street. No. Why can't they just bring back Chuck Norris and pay him whatever he wants? I think people would watch that. Old or Texas Ranger? Matthew McConaughey in that role. Oh, that'd be incredible. Do like a, like a right. gritty, serious Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. You get, McCon- you get McConaughey from... Um, uh, what was the name of that detective show he did and broke out on? True Detective. Yeah, if they did like a True Detective style, <laughs> what the, what's the detective show? <laughs> if they did a True Detective style Walker Texas Ranger with Matthew McConaughey, would you watch the hell out of that? I would religiously watch it. Yeah, tune in live. Speaking of that, which no one does anymore. No, uh, Snowpiercer on TNT. Are you watching that at all? I am not. <laughs> I recommend it. Did you watch the movie? I did not. Oh, well, watch the watch the damn movie first. The movie's incredible, and then I recommend getting into the the series. I watch it's on season two right now. They just started. Um, I thought season one was very good. They did like a like a murder mystery thing to tie it all together. It's a it's a reboot of Snowpiercer if you watch the movie, but not the show yet. So they rebooted the whole story, and it kind of starts off with this murder mystery aspect, which I know you love. You're a true crime guy, so you know if you need something. I'm- I'm big on Yellowstone right now in the season two. Very good I show. S- I still need to get into the Yellowstone. I just, it's on Paramount, right? Yes. I, I guess I could. Peacock. <laughs> I guess I theoretically could find that on demand. It's just, I hate watching stuff on demand. It's, it's slow. Anyway. Arizona. The Coyotes are playing games with fans. The Phoenix Coyotes. High school and college sports are playing games in Arizona. Cause this is, this is Arizona. We're talking about the cactus league commissioner says they're ready to go. And MLB is threatening to delay spring training. What the hell Wade? Arizona never closed. Like I, <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> Arizona still believes that we're not in a global pandemic. So I, I don't get where this is coming from. The NBA is playing. The NFL didn't miss a beat as that, as I knew they wouldn't. Um, I wish there had been a, a prop bet for last year's, baseball season i remember buster only tweeted out and we've talked about this on the show and it stuck with me five percent chance baseball happens this year and then a zero percent chance they finish and i had i wish i i knew that wouldn't happen that's was ludicrous because there's too much money at stake here for the players and the owners it was, it was a ludicrous statement for him to make yeah maybe for public healthy or public health it would have been safer to not have a season but we all know how the sausage is made around here. They're going to make the season happen. Football fought its way through outbreaks and delays and postponements. Basketball did the same. Baseball's going to fucking play. 
And this year is no, going to be no different. They're going to play. So what is this threat to not or to have a shorter season, which I would be OK with. I'd want a shorter season by like 10 games, 10 games. And you're getting like an extra an extra off day every other week, I think would be incredible for the players. Why is this a thing that's happening right now? A potential delay to the start of spring training. Spring training is important for pitchers. Like, let's not get around. We might think spring training is a little long, but it has to be this long for pitchers. And also, it's it's only Cactus League, right? Grapefruit League's like, yep, come on, let's play. Let's get, let's get, let's go, Florida, yeah. <laughs> the Arizona of the East Coast. Only double Arizona. It's a double Arizona out there, with with alligators and uh, mosquitoes. That's the only difference. More meth, maybe. I don't know. Both pretty methy. They are both pretty methy. What what's Florida? <laughs> is Florida more cocainey? I guess. No, Florida's definitely methy. Well, and co- I'm guessing and cocaine. I think it's the cocaine capital of the United States. I would imagine Florida, My, Miami. Yeah. Like you go to the bars there and it's like, yeah, give me a shot of Jameson and a gram of the, the Venezuelan magic, you know, <laughs> can't <laughs> never been can't know. <laughs> That's where your bachelor party is going to happen. Uh, so, I mean, they're going to have to, they're going to have to figure out the spring training issue. I players can't relax on starting spring training on time because the, it's so important for the pitchers. What else did you think about this? The universal DH not happening this year. It's going to be so weird when the universal DH doesn't happen this season. And then it does happen next year. That means a year on for the national league, a year off and then a year on again. What the hell is that? I don't know, but. I do enjoy watching pitchers try and hit. It is oh, very it, funny it's, to watch. It's a, I'm done with it. It's it's played out. I'm not a kid anymore. I used to think because Nash, I grew up in the National League. National League rules were the best. And oh, it's the strategy of the game, and it makes pitchers, it makes the managers have to make tough decisions with their pitcher. It's dumb. The the pitchers aren't hitters. I don't want to watch non professional hitters hit. It's stupid. You want more offense. You want more excitement. You don't get there with pitchers hitting. This is stupid. Um, the owners though, thinking this is a huge bargaining chip. This was, uh, this is a tweet sent out by God damn. I didn't write down who it was, but it's not the bargaining chip. The owners clearly think it is. They think they have this thing. They're holding over the players union. It's not an extra roster spot for the players. It's not a big money job for most of these NL teams. These are, it's, there's, there's like a handful of guys that are going to make big money off of this. It's, It's not David Ortiz anymore. It's like Nelson Cruz and Josh Donaldson and, like that's it. There's a handful. Right. They already all. It, they already have jobs. It only, yeah. It, it only protects a small amount of the players. Whereas you know you could have a profar that can play every position, and that guy's now getting an extra roster spot rather than some guy that can only hit. So it, it's as the players' union. I think there's more people in the profar section that do not want it. So if if you're the players' union, I get it. And we don't know the details of the the shared revenue. So they're talking, the owners wanted to get more playoff teams in. They saw a glimpse of what it could do for them in 2020. Oh, there's more excitement. There's more fan bases engaged in the playoffs. We're making a lot more money. There's more games. Let's go. The players, and if I'm a player, I don't really give a shit either way, I guess, as long as I'm getting paid. And the teams that aren't making, I mean, so, more players getting playoff checks, good, but 
what do those checks look like? What percentage of the revenue are they sharing? This is the strongest union in baseball or strongest union in sports, the baseball union. And I'm just, I'm very, I just, if they turned it down, I'm confident it was not a good deal for the baseball players. That's all I, that's all I needed to know pretty much because it's the best union. Right. Other than that, Wade, you want to know who the number one prospect in baseball is according to MLB pipeline. Hit me. It is Wander Franco from Tampa Bay. That's not a surprise. Adley Rushman's two. They have Spencer Torkelson at three. That's outrageous. Spencer Torkelson was just drafted by the Detroit Tigers from, uh, you know, he's a Sun Devil, Jerry. And I, I've, I don't think I remember seeing a guy not play a game in the minors after getting drafted and be this high in any prospect list. Maybe there is one that I'm forgetting. Tweet at me, uh, complain in the comment section on iTunes. I know you love to do that. But other than uh, uh, Spencer Torkelson is the first one for me. Jared Kalanick is four and Julio Rodriguez is five. We talked about. So the Seattle Mariners, four and five. That's looking very promising. And then Tampa Bay, Wander Franco. I think everybody knew Wander Franco was going to be number one. I could see CJ Abrams be number one next year, honestly, because I think Gore, I think Rushman, I think Franco, Kalenic, like a lot of these guys could be promoted as soon as this year. And Abrams stock is pointing up higher than just about anybody. He's, he's up there with anybody and not just talent, but rising talent and stock. So he's the game stop of to make this topical. CJ Abrams is the game stop stock of 2021. How's that? So who's who's the Robin Hood? Uh, the MLB owners. Definitely. Great call. Yeah. Quick on my feet today, Wade. Thank you all for listening. Please follow the show's Twitter account at Friar Farmhands. And if you enjoy the show, subscribe. Well, on our favorite platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. Should we fight through that, Wade? Stumbled. Fought through it. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. Please leave your comments, questions, concerns, and your rating of the show on all platforms. By the way, locks of the week. Wade and I both took Green Bay last week, minus three and a half. Green Bay did did everything they could to lose that game. I'm so disappointed in them. I felt I was on the right side the whole game. And the refs. And the refs. And we don't need to get into the uh, fourth down, no call, to kick the field goal, down eight with with two minutes to go. We're not going to get into it, but... Um, locks of the week I will be playing catch up chasing I love chasing always a good sign that you're, you're betting well when you're chasing we're going to be doing that on next week's show for the Super Bowl so keep an eye out for that you've been listening to the Believe in Padres Prospects Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network San Diego's number one sports podcast network I am Reinhard that was Wade talk to you next week shout out baby Macaluso your destination though you may find from time to time how's the poop situation uh she's got she's got giardia which is um it's like diarrhea it's like she ate some other animals poop on her farm yeah so she's on some meds and she doesn't eat when she's on them <laughs> just just shits everywhere yeah real fun <laughs> sounds great glad you got a dog wade congrats yeah <laughs> cleaning it's, up diarrhea it's supposed to be over by saturday <laughs> thank you for listening to believe 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.